0: Welcome to From Zero to One, the business podcast where we hope to take you from zero to one. Unfortunately, Tyler Hull will not be with us today. He's currently being investigated by the SEC for insider trading. However, we hope to have him here next week. I'm your host, Jason Lee.
1: And I'm TJ Miller.
0: And today, Harsh asked, I'm looking to go into business, but I don't know what degree to follow. So TJ Miller, take it away. What degree would you follow if you're looking to go into business?
1: Well, Harsh, I'd recommend that you start with either a business administration or a business management degree. It can be very helpful to take these majors because you can have an overview of a lot of the main topics and skills that are necessary to run a business. So you'll take classes like accounting, finance, business management, um, and even a few entrepreneurship classes could be really helpful. Um, and when you take these majors, they'll do a good job of getting you an overview, like a, a broad site of what exactly running a business would entail. But it's also important that you involve yourself with some extracurriculars that are similar. So maybe there's a Business startup incubator at the college that you're going to, and you can volunteer to help out with other student run businesses, whether it's through a funding project or with marketing for them or research or anything like that, where you can get an actual experience working with the founders and the team that they've built around them. So you can get a better idea of if it's something that you're truly interested in or not. But I don't want you to be discouraged. Maybe you're interested in medicine and you're like a biomed major. That doesn't mean that you can't run a business someday it just means that in addition to your coursework in biomed maybe you should be spending extra time with extracurriculars or hanging out with business students and getting an extra insight into what exactly the business field is like
0: i agree with that completely i think in a world that's becoming more technology to dependent another thing that you'll need to consider is you need some foundation of Uh, computers or technologies, like whether it be computer science or uh, design, you need to have a fundamental or basic grasp of how do these things work and how can I help to use these in my business or in my side projects. And I don't think you should, you know, necessarily major in computer science if that's not what you want to do. However, I do think that working on side projects where it forces you to start learning about computer science or start learning about design, um, I think you'll take away a lot of key aspects from these side projects where you can apply those to your future uh, future businesses or your future ideas and take these and grow them grow your skills in multiple ways that aren't just business related but relate to relate to you know life in general whether it's technology or whether it's medicine whatever it may be the world is becoming more technology dependent and you'll need this this fundamental grasp of how do computers work or how does Uh, design, implement into my side project or whatever it may be. Um, TJ, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you want to make sure that if you are deciding that starting a business is for you, that it's something that you're truly interested in and you're not just a business major who's just going to start something and hope it works out. The best thing for you to do would be to find out what your interest is and how you can make that profitable. So maybe you're interested in sustainability and you want to make a company that makes I don't know, straws that can biodecompose in water. What you would want to do is you'd want to reach out to people that have a similar interest in sustainability and then build your business around that. Just because you like business doesn't mean you, sh- you should start a clothing brand or a restaurant. Instead you should start something that aligns with what you're interested in. So find out you know what you're passionate about and a lot of people say, I don't know or I'm not sure at this point. Well, what do you spend your free time doing? When you're on YouTube, what videos do you find yourself watching all the time? When you're reading stuff online, what are those articles always about? And then find other like-minded people. Maybe they're also interested in business as well and start formulating an idea of how you can turn your passion into something profitable.
0: I want to ask you, TJ, do you think a degree is necessary today?
1: No, I think... You know, 40 years ago, it was something that was seen more as necessary. But I think that today, there are a lot of opportunities outside of the traditional corporate world. Um, It isn't common for people to be day traders and make their living off of that. That's not what a large majority of people do. But it is possible. And if school isn't for you, and you can prove to yourself that you have the discipline to do something on your own, then that's something to consider. But I wouldn't advise you to just drop out of college and start a business if you've never tried anything like that or if you haven't proved that you're disciplined for like to handle a task like that. Instead, what I would want someone to do is to manage balancing school and running their side hustle for about six months or so and like put a lot of time into it. And if you can prove to yourself that A, it's something that you care about and can commit a lot of hours to and B, that you actually have the discipline to put in the time and work on that only then would it be worth considering doing something other than a degree and going straight into that career path that you care about
0: i agree and when you look at you know famous famous businessmen and entrepreneurs like uh, mark zuckerberg or bill gates these people went to prestigious universities like harvard but they both dropped out because they had success in Their side projects or their side hustles and they they didn't really see the need in order to pursue their their diplomas and their graduation Um, I have a really close friend uh, who actually dropped out of high school because he created the world's largest coronavirus tracking website and one of the things that he tells me all the time is uh, you know when I was in school I was either on my phone or I was asleep school wasn't for him he had a 1.9 GPA he had a 60% attendance rate but yet he was able to build the world's largest coronavirus uh, tracking website. And when he saw success in this, he said he said to himself, like, I don't really need to pursue an education if I could be successful without it. I proved to myself that I could be successful without it. And now he's getting internship opportunities from Epic Games and uh, he's being on the news and he's being a Webby Person of the Year. Uh, you know, net education doesn't necessarily mean... Success. Uh, education may pave the way for success, but in order to be successful, you just have to do something. Uh, you're not. You're never going to be successful the first time, but um, as long as you continue to persist and you pr- continue to do whatever it is you like to do that TJ mentioned, um, I think you'll be successful in the end. A business major is not going to help you uh, grow a business or uh, make a successful business, um, in the sense that you'll have a successful business right away. What it will do is it'll give you the skills and the knowledge necessary in order to actually start. Um, Mm -hmm. What's also important
1: to remember is that when you're getting an education, it's not just about what you hear from the teachers. That's kind of like the basic grout or the bare minimum to go to class, to hear what the teachers are saying, do a little bit of studying and score decently on a test. But if you actually want to learn a lot, whether it's from your business school or any other form of education, you need to be interacting with the students in your class. You need to be joining extracurriculars that are related to your field of interest. Um, And you need to look into internship opportunities that are related to that actual career path. Because you might decide that you love statistics and you're good in your AP statistics class. But once you actually job shadow an actuary, or once you actually go and you help out a statistics teacher at the college level, you find out that it's something that doesn't really interest you, you just happen to be good at it when it comes to the high school level of it. So I would recommend making sure that you're not just investing in the class time, but you're going above and beyond, and you're spending time looking into other ways that you can learn more about that career of study.
0: There's two types of people in this world. There's proactive people and there's reactive people. Reactive people get assigned homework and they do it. Proactive people assign themselves homework in order to do if you're a proactive person and you're giving yourself tasks To do or projects to do then you'll ultimately grow your skills by yourself You won't need to go to class in order to you know actually learn something new You'll just learn something new on your own whether you're successful at it or not as long as you create something or as long as You do something that interests you and that something and it's something that you're passionate about You'll ultimately be a better person today than you were yesterday or a better person tomorrow than you are today Uh, I think that education isn't the end-all be-all but it's the it's it may be the starter for getting you from point A to point B um, however it's not something that you necessarily need uh, I think that seeking out internship opportunities or seeking out uh, projects that you could do that fit in your career field are, are something that um, are really beneficial in, in helping you determine you know what it is that you want to do later on and I think that majors aren't necessarily just a limiting aspect. You don't need to be focused on neurology. If you're a neurology major, you could also focus on uh, you know, business or how can I grow this side project that I'm doing. I think that everything that everything it is that you do, as long as it interests you and as long as it makes you happy, I think you'll be successful in the end.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up, the proactive versus reactive, because when you mention it, it sounds pretty easy to think, okay, well, I'm going to be a proactive person. And maybe you wake up early tomorrow or you exercise more than normal or you read a book tomorrow and you didn't read at all today. But in reality, being a proactive person instead of a reactive person is a lot harder than you may think. And that's because you have to actually build the habits that are necessary. And in the beginning, you might not know what habits you should be starting in order to become more of a proactive person. So what helps is to write down the things that you think you could work on in your life. So what I do is I have a sheet of paper and it's labeled Monday through Friday and I have six tasks that I have to do every single weekday. And to keep myself accountable, if I do that task, I check it off and a good day is when I've done six out of the six tasks for my day. And then at the end of the week, I can look at how many of the 30 tasks I actually achieved. And the closer to 30, the better I feel about how disciplined I was that week. So maybe every single day I want to drink a certain amount of water. Or for a lot of students right now, their sleep schedule has been messed up. So maybe I want to make it a goal to get eight hours of sleep or eight and a half hours of sleep a night. Or maybe I want to do an hour of reading. Instead of just saying today, okay, I'm going to do an hour of reading – about you write it down so that you're more accountable and then you have to record the results because if you're not recording the results you don't feel that pain of when you don't do something and you feel like you're being lazy you make an excuse in your head as to why you didn't do it but when you have that piece of paper that's showing you hey this week I wanted to do 30 things and I only did 20 or I only did 15 of them then you feel like wow just imagine if I had actually gotten on top of the things that i wanted to what if i was much more of a proactive person then where would i be now um instead of just being in the same spot you were a week ago
0: i agree with that definitely i think writing down or writing down something that you didn't like that happened during the day or self-reflection will ultimately help you in the long run you know if you if you journal your day for three for a whole year uh, after 365 days you'll be so much better than you were at the start of the year
1: and another thing that can be helpful is use someone else to keep you accountable. You know, maybe you're writing it down on a piece of paper and it's not helping a lot, a lot for you. So maybe what you want to do is you want to find a sibling or a parent or a friend that is also interested in being proactive and encourage them to write down what they want to do on their piece of paper. And then you check in with them and they'll check in with you and you can kind of hold them to it and make sure they're actually doing the things that they set out to do.
0: Well, that's all we have for our podcast today. If you guys have any questions, please leave them at from0to1podcast.com. Thank you, and have a nice day.